Welcome to another episode of the Kerry Football Podcast. Adam Moynihan here and I'm joined today by Barry John Keane. We're going to be chatting a bit about Kerry versus Monaghan. The Kerry footballers got off the mark today with a great win up in uh, Clonus. Before we do, Barry John, you were uh, in soccer action on, on Friday night in Montau Park. You were playing with the Kerry GA Legends team against uh, Kerry Soccer Legends team for a charity match. Uh, how did you get on? Uh, we fared out all right for about seventy minutes, and then I, I, we tired. I said, I said it ended, it ended four nil in the end. But uh, we gave a good account of ourselves for seventy minutes anyway. Where, where were you playing? I was playing left back. No, how did you get on? I did fine. Um, yeah. I'd be tipping away anyway, playing Astro. So I'd be, I'd be tipping away. But it, it's a different game, way quicker, uh, way more, more space than the Astro that I'd be playing. But enjoyable. Who, who was on your team? Who was on our team? So I think we had twenty two on the night. Um, so we just we changed it up. You had two elevens. I think we started off with Brendan Keeley maybe in goals. Um, myself, Aidan O'Mahony, Podrick Reedy, Mike Odunhustam, and Shane Enright, Darren O'Sullivan, Kieran O'Leary, and Paul O'Connor. Am I missing anyone there? And I think Dahi Casey maybe was the last one I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some good soccer players there. Yeah, no, there was, there was. Um, we, Mikey Boyle came on, and then we brought on the legends: uh, Donny, Seamus Scanlon, um, Mike Frank Russell, Morris Fitz. We emptied the bench then, but uh, no, look, it was very enjoyable, and it was a uh, for a good cause, to be fair. I saw a photo of Morris Fitz. He looks in better shape than I am myself. He's uh, he oh, looks he's... like he hasn't changed a bit. No, and he still can move. He can still move. <laughs> it's hurt him. Um, great stuff that was um, so it was um, to raise money for a young boy Alex Fitzgerald I think his name is from Tralee yeah. and uh, Kerry FC raised 25,000 so well done to yourself Barry John and everyone involved in that it was a, a great initiative so look uh, Kerry got off the mark today as I said against Monaghan 315 to 112 what's your initial reaction to the game Barry John were you impressed by Kerry? Um, I was to be fair they started out of the blocks Um the only, the only thing the first half I said, but they they created two or three goal chances. Uh, Monaghan and looked kind of, uh, how do they say, like if they got in the, if they had the ball in the right hands for someone else, it could have been a goal, you know, and they would have been the momentum could have been different in their way. But um, overall, overall it was good. I think we're back to an early square one with the team. Tyke Morley kind of came back in the second half, and you could see fellas it was just settled things down a bit. It was more comfortable. Um, the two Cliffords came on, of course. They'd one two between them and. Um, Sean O'Shea was exceptional Yeah, Kerry seemed to push up a bit in the first half when they had the wind we spoke about that uh, in the last episode about how they played against Derry when they pushed up definitely with the wind in the first half they put the pressure on and they got five points in a row there uh, between the 8th and the 12th minute so it definitely does suit Kerry to do it I suppose it's just as we said the last day it's about picking and choosing when you actually are able to do it Yeah, 100% as, as you said you get joy but there's a gamble in that and Maybe maybe it wasn't the kickouts, but when, when Kerry were kind of pressed up and they got turned over, you've seen the space that's left that creates those goal chances. So you're picking and choosing. Um, I suppose from being there myself, and uh, when you're trying out these new fellas and then when you have the, the main fellas come back in, the whole team kind of gets more relaxed anyway. And you could see that when the boys came in, um, even the back line. Just when Ty, I know he was attacking a lot, but they were just seemed more settled and um, they're more comfortable and they knew who to get it to them when they got up with Paulie and then David was inside taking a bit of pressure off Shawnee. So, um, no, it was good. I suppose all the new fellas, I thought Berkey was good today. Um, took his goal really well. And for a fellow just starting out, 
he probably should have scored his first one. The ball got away from him trying to dummy it. And your his head could have went down no better, but um he didn't make no mistake the second time uh, back extension. And no, he had a bit more confidence. He was taking fellas on. Um he got on more ball today. Um I suppose Ronan Buckley lost out with the lads on the bench coming back. You have to take your chance, I suppose. Um kind of again he got a good point in the first half, but probably didn't do enough to to come back out with what was coming through. So um like I said, you you'll get your chances, but you have to take them. That Burke goal was very important for his confidence, wasn't it? Because as you said, he missed that chance. And we spoke the last day about the chances Kerry missed against Derry. We talked about maybe could Jason Foley have taken that hop to go around the keeper. That's exactly what Burke tried and it just slipped away from him on the surface. Um, to bounce back like that, is it difficult when you miss a big chance and you know it's a big chance to come away then 10 minutes later and stick it into the top corner? Oh, look, it is. like to, to, I, I, to The situation I was always in was you'd have to keep tipping away to be getting game time like and he's probably just starting out thinking all right if I make a mistake here do I know what's behind me like coming on and uh, he went for it he went for the juggler again and um, management are only going to be pleased with that he had that, uh, that confidence to go at it again rather than sh- shill away from it The Cliffords as well you mentioned um, I think some people were surprised that they were named in the squad at all some supporters I noticed were a little bit a little bit pissed off. They thought that maybe they could have got a bigger rest and they were saying, Jesus, are we panicking already bringing these guys in? But I suppose, look, if, they're, if they've if they been training and they're ready to go, they have had a pretty decent break between their last match for Fossa and, and today. So would you go along with Jack O'Connor's decision to bring them back into the 26? Uh, yeah, look, it's easy for us probably to say here, but we, they might have asked themselves, like very similar to last weekend with um, the Glen boys. Um, like you said, they've had a big break. Party's captain. Um, you have a long weekend there what is, would you be doing just sitting around you know they all love football like um, so yeah of course look, if, if it feels like they've gone back maybe one or game, a game or two maybe too early but look they won by 10 points it just shows it just shows what they bring to the team um, maybe Jack wasn't going to take the chance of having no points going into the Mayo game after Mayo winning last night as well so yeah look David came on obviously he um Missed a couple of, or he took a, took a free that went short and um, I think he had another opportunity as well. But when it came to his goal chance, he, there was no missing it. No, and to be fair to Adrian Spillane, he knew, he, he knew his role. He got he had his shot at the start. It didn't work out, but his second one, he was just popped it and knew who to give it to. Probably got, he would have got a free probably if he came back, but he was only going for one thing and that was the goal and that probably killed him off. Um, he'd lovely flick to Shawnee as well for one of the points. Um, he didn't have to go down with it. But look, that's what he brings. Um... No, look, the lads be very happy to have it. The only probably downfall to it is with them coming back early. Will the other lads that are kind of coming in get a few, the chance, you know? So it's hard to really see. Is that is that our full team at the start of February now that we're going to be going forward? I know you probably have Paul Ganey, Stephen O'Brien, uh, Tony Broston probably to come back in of the full panel, but that's what you have probably what's there now today. Yeah, um, interesting set actually on David Clifford. He came on obviously today and, and scored. It was his 62nd game for Kerry and he has scored at least one point in every single game. So he has now surpassed Morris Fitzgerald. Morris Fitzgerald scored at least one point in his first 61 games. Clifford has now scored at least one point in his first 62 games. So it's an unbelievable record. I mean, Jesus, like to think that he's come off the bench in some of those games and he's still managed to score every single time. There's been games there where he's been completely, you know, Maybe on the periphery, he hasn't played well. The odd time, very, very odd time. He's been marked very well, but he's still got on the scoreboard 62 times in a row. It's uh, some achievement. Jeez, that's a, that's, a, that's a good old stat. No, wherever you pull that out. 
Uh, in our last episode, Barry John, you suggested that Tom Sullivan might be the man for, for Stephen O'Hanlon. That's how it worked out anyway for the first half, certainly. Do you think Tom did a good job of him? Uh, yeah, he did. Look, he kicked he kicked two from play himself. Um, Hanlon, to be fair, he got he got some score, but he had to work for it. Um, he tried to take Tom Tom for a run, and I suppose Tom kind of as tight as he could, but he had a lovely bounce just to, I don't know, there was someone else kind of doubling team to get away from him, and he got the shot off, and... Um, it just shows he has the class. But I pres- like today, there was no Brannigan today, centre forward uh, that played the last day. So he he gave him a lot of help the last day. With Kerry being on top, Tom probably had an easier role today if they were full, if they had a full squad, uh, Monaghan and a bit of help. But um, no, overall, he definitely he definitely got the better of him and it showed then on the scoreboard that they didn't have that many chances in the second half. I thought the midfielders were very strong today, Joe O'Connor and Dermot O'Connor. Were you impressed by by Joe? I I, I thought Dermot played very well when he came on against Derry. Um, Joe obviously wasn't as involved in the last game, but both of them looked looked quite good today, I thought. Yeah, no, but, uh, Joe had a way better game now today, to be fair. Um, like we know, he's strong and fit, and I suppose he kind of, he kind of showed more of that today, uh, maybe because Kerry were on top a little bit more. Um, he looked more comfortable. Um, Dermot was solid, solid again, got a goal at the end, maybe. The keeper could have done a bit better, but he, he won't complain. Um, no, but that's what Jack's going to have to do. He's going to, like, the two of them probably, at, right now, are the two midfielders that everyone has seen even before the league came in. But um, you're going to you're going to need a third or fourth fella, so they're going to have to, they're going to, have to play around with, with uh, Dermot to see what is actually probably is his best partnership. Yeah, uh, Ty Morley came back in as well, which is a very positive uh, um, bit of news for Kerry. Do you think Kerry need him at six? Is he definitely our best option there? Um, yeah, I think that the team, I suppose, and people and spectators watching, we're, we're probably more comfortable with him. He's done that role before. Like the, like I said earlier, there are the two or three goal chances that were kind of, they created in the first half. You were just kind of, fellas were looking over their shoulder, waiting for that plus one, which wasn't there. And um, man didn't take it. And Ty kind of gives you that uh, platform where if you do get beat, he's kind of always in the right position. So um, yeah, look, it's good to have him back. He looked fit. Um, he got on, he went on a few runs, but uh, like you said, we're gonna have to experiment a few things. Paul Murphy did fine today at centre back, but it's a different role. Paul will kind of play a bit of both marking and trying to get back. But I think Tyg is probably the best man for that six that six role. Will Jack be feeling a lot better about things tonight now after getting those two points on the board? Because as you mentioned earlier, I like he really didn't want to be coming or welcoming Mayo to Chile in a couple of weeks' time with with no points. It was it was important enough to get something on the board, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, look, the two points are, are huge, but I, I say he'd be more pleased with the, the performance from last weekend. Um, like they got three goals, I suppose. We, as he said himself, they butchered the goal chances last weekend. Um, took them today. He won't be happy with the, the chances they created, I suppose, but you can clean that up. There's no game now next weekend, so they'll have a two week block. Will there or they may next weekend or two weeks? No, it's two weeks now, yeah. So, like that, they're going to have a two week block of training there, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was ready to put out the, put out the boys then for the full game. Shawnee O'Shea was given the man of the match by TG Carr. Um, what did you make of him and who else do you think were, were the contenders for, for that award? The two busiest, I thought, was pro- probably Shawnee. Look, he got five from play. Um, like we said last week, I think he's, I, I might be wrong, but I think he's toned down the weight a good bit. I'm not saying he was carrying weight, but he looks very, very lean. Um, he's moving. Um, he's twisting and turning when he gets the ball. is just fluent. Um, and clinical I was very pleased with Berkey today um, like I said we said already second game in could have put the head down after 
missing the one-on-one chance. But um, a few minutes later, went top bins, even like he just he went for it. He didn't he didn't even think would I roll it in or not. He just did not burst in this. So I thought he was good and massive for his confidence. Um, and then there was a few fellas like Tom Sullivan, I suppose. If if, if Manning were going to get a result, the Hanlon was the man who was going to cause trouble. I thought Tom Tom did well in many kick two for playoff and like so. Probably there were my top three. Shane Ryan, I suppose you could throw in as well with the saves, to be fair, because the game could have been different if they got the two or three goals in the first half. I don't know, did you catch the, the Dublin and Mayo game last night or any bit of it? Like he was back and forth for the whole thing, but Mayo, two wins from two, like Jesus, they're, they're, they're some team for the league. Yeah, there wasn't much between both teams, to be fair. Um, Mayo would be delighted to get out there with a win. Um, Paddy Durkin was very good. I, know, I seen he got man the match only this morning, but I thought he was very good last night. I don't know, Dublin don't seem to be, they haven't got going yet. Um, like, Conor Callan looked like he was playing kind of nearly midfield around the middle last night. Like, if that was if that was Kerry, you'd be only delighted that he's around the middle. The same as putting Clifford out in the middle. He needs to be close to goals. Uh, maybe they're just getting a bit of fitness into the legs, I don't know, but he needs to be close to the goals. That's where he does all his damage. Dublin won't be too worried about it either. They probably still have a few to come back. Look, the league the league is the league, but some, some teams get more out of it than others. Yeah. Um, how does the fact that Kerry are off for a week now does that change their training schedule how will they manage that in the next two week period looking back I suppose the, the next week coming you might get a probably the the, the back probably choose the I say get the bodies tip, tipping over fellas a few niggles but then I say they'll try to get the next two sessions get a block block of training in maybe the Thursday or Friday and the Sunday a bit of running into the legs and then back to maybe a bit of football to choose and you're getting ready for the game then Small little windows just to get a bit of run. Nothing hectic, like, but it, it, you don't get much time in the league, like we said, nearly out every weekend. Your most fellas are only recovering the bodies by the time Wednesday comes around. You can't be giving them a block of training and going back in and trying to get a performance the weekend then. Yeah, um, and looking ahead to the to the kind of, I suppose, the schedule to come, it doesn't get any easier. Obviously, you've got Mayo and you've got Dublin coming up. But that performance today should give the boys some confidence, especially the likes of Killian Burke, like who was just right into the panel. A lot of kind of talk about him uh, before the season started that he could be uh, an important player for Kerry even almost straight away he could come in and make an impact it's great to I suppose get get a win on the board and a good performance under your belts before those challenges of teams like Mayo and Dublin uh, yeah like I said the, the two points is huge because you don't want to be going in with no points but it was the performance probably Jack is going to be more pleased with 3.15 right we didn't concede too much either but maybe just if you're nitpicking the, the two or three goal chances that I just felt they got they got through a bit easy. Um, we 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 left we left a few ourselves. Take Morley could have got an end of a goal there near the end. So that you're looking at nearly four fifteen, then they're four sixteen. You're racking up. That's that'll win most games. But uh, no, Monaghan's a long trip up, so he'll enjoy that trip down. I say it's different when you lose coming all the way down from there. There's not much. There's not much. Um, there's not much cracking that. When you in your own days, when you were making those long journeys, did you enjoy those journeys, or were they were they a bit of a slag? I suppose the start starting out like I was only nineteen. I suppose it didn't make a difference where I was going. I was just in my element anyway. Um, and then maybe in the middle of it, I was you'll be like, "Geez, all the way up here." And then I suppose at the end of my career, I was only roaring for away days because I had the small fellow was only born and I was getting no sleep. So <laughs> I I didn't care where. I hope we had all the northern teams away, sleeping <laughs> the bus, sleep, go to bed early in the night. But um, no, the worst one ever. I was only thinking there was we played um, we'd Monaghan away. It's, 17 or 18 maybe 18 and uh, we did all the meetings drove up whatever the weather wasn't great and there was a bit of snow and sleet up there 
went to bed, got up the next morning, had the breakfast, and then he'd be just came out and the games cancelled. So um, all the way back down again, and we had to go up the following week. Come yeah. on in again, yeah. So no, that wasn't. Nice. Donegal, I think, was in 13. I was brought up and I didn't get a game at all. All the way up to Donegal and back down again. That wasn't nice either. <laughs> was there much crack, crackhead on the bus? Uh, yeah, uh, the crack probably going up was good. Um, and then it varied with if you, if you won or lost on the way back down, <laughs> won, we'd have great crack. No, there'd be no alcohol involved. Like, but when you lose, like you said, and if you were not from two, there was a few years there we didn't get we didn't kick off the league good at all. Um, you'd be just earphones in, and I said the journey is just. You won't be talking to no one. You'll be just trying to get older. Who are the who are the biggest messers? I have a fair idea. There might have been a couple of couple of fellas who were messing on the bus, but um who are the best crack? Oh Jesus, throughout the years. I I threw myself at the back most of the years anyway. I was probably in the middle of it. Um Danny, the good old man to get going. Um the gooch would go in the corner back window, he'd stay quiet, but he he was listening, he was always loving it. He'd get you send I'd send you a text saying, Come back here for a bit. Um <laughs> Larry, Karen Larry, uh, there was it was different as the years went on. Like fellas went and younger fellas came in, but by the end of them, it mostly those share. Seamus Cannon was around for one or two years. He was a whole. He was anytime he went to sleep, uh, we had we had decorated him, decorated him. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, you know yourself in on those those kind of panels, everyone has their own little kind of group, like and to be a different banter. Do you think it has changed much over the years? Because Listening to the old boys talk about like um, when they used to travel to matches and they used to often drive, but some of the stories they come up with are, are absolutely off the walls altogether. Has that dynamic change between the teammates? Like, is there as much messing and as much crack going on? The crack, the menacing is still there, I'd say, but social media now, like you probably, you know, it's very yeah. hard to, to do anything really. Like, remember we played Mayo at the time of... Um, was it in 17 or no, it was 18 and Clifford was making his debut up in Castle Bar and um, we asked Botty or someone maybe could we just borrow the van, myself and Clifford. He wanted to get a haircut so we, we dropped him in and we tried to find the most like oldest barber shop so no one would be in there or notice yeah. him and we went in. He had a small little window like and um, nah, found getting a haircut like around the corner waiting outside after and it fell away there about 20 minutes and it was cold enough and just wanted to say hi or things and to shake his hand and uh, off he went again like so <laughs> that's only small things like so imagine if you wanted to go on a right there you said I need to have a few points sure you won't you'll be found out in minutes yeah the phones have changed everything I suppose I, I was reading uh, one, an autobiography one of the one of the older boys there and the mason they got up to is like you could not get away with any of it because the phone would be out straight away and you'd be all over Twitter and that'd be, that'd be the end of you uh, yeah, now going back to that soccer thing, the last night it was very good that I probably see people maybe the semi-finals and finals or Munster final you come across one or two on a night out but um, to have uh, a shot of the 20 fellas I probably played with the last night it it just brought back memories of the dress room. Um, Darren O'Sullivan to be fair his, his company um, sponsored, uh, sponsored our kit for the night and um, the soccer boys um, took it off us that day and just kitted it all out like hanging for us when we got there. And um, there was a few of us in there, and most fellas, is when you go to sort of like, where are they sitting or whatever, you know, when you're a young fella, but we had a few of us just sat down. And Scanlon came in anyway, and he looked over, and number nine was still up in the rack, and he just kind of looked around at everyone else. He goes, Oh, I'll take this one in, anyway, lads, I'll take this one. So, <laughs> like, not changed. He just sat down and just put the jersey on. I was a scream, scream, yeah. It must be nice to see see all those boys again because you probably don't get many opportunities, as you said, to to meet up again and have the crack. Oh, uh, yeah, look. 
was a huge um, abandoned thing. We went, we had food and a few drinks after, and uh, we've tried to we we've been trying to organise something going forward now, even if it's just golf. Uh, Seamus Scanlon said he wants to come into our Astro group. Um, he wants to play a bit of soccer. So uh, the small small little things like that. I know the Clarney boys have their old bubble. They play the Astro and the Tralee fellas. We have a few past players as well. But like I said, like Padraig Reed, I might only see around Christmas time if we're playing a basketball blitz. I play with them, you know, small little things like that. We'd keep in touch over the phone, but it's not the same in person. Like, Well, listen, well done. Last night, I saw a couple of clips of you. You were looking fairly sharp in fairness to you. I'm only waiting for a call. <laughs> yeah. Billy Denny would be on to you. Um, so look, thanks for talking to me today. Uh, go away, enjoy your bank holiday and uh, I'll chat to you again soon. All right, bye. Talk to you later. Sound for that.